Welcome to Charmaine Wilson, the Australian Comedian Podcast. Good morning and welcome to my podcast. Um, uh, once again, I would like to apologise for the delay in getting this book out. I have just had a lot to do lately. Um, there is only one me, unfortunately, and um, one me does everything in this business. So today is chapter 13 of Spirit Whispers and this is the second last chapter so that we will be finishing the book and then we should be going back to normal programming. Um, but just to let you know that at the end of the year I will be having a substantial amount of time off because I will be healing with double knee surgery and I think I need to have that time to myself just for a while. Anyway, so anyway, back to chapter 13. Radio Waves. At the end of 2004, I decided I was going to tour Queensland in a big way. So I set about hiring as many function rooms and clubs as I could. I was also invited to attend the Ipswich Girl and the Million function to crown their queen. Donna seated me in a table next to River 949 local radio morning show presenter Ashley Mack. I was talking to him when I received the name June and a feeling of cancer. It turned out to be his mother-in-law who had died the previous year. He was duly impressed and invited me to do a regular spot on his morning show. Ashley Mack was not keen on doing live readings on air, so we decided to get people to send in a photograph via email and I would read from those. The first show was just an interview and a promotion for the show. We arranged to re-record the first show to be aired on the 31st of January. I was hoping that the spirits would come through quickly because I knew that I didn't have long to get them through. The radio station had given me two five-minute segments every Monday to read in. We taped each Friday. The station wanted to keep an eye on the flow and the popularity of the show. The first reading got off to a slow start as the listener had a case of what I've come to call psychic amnesia. I mentioned there is a younger male that is close to her with the name beginning with R. No, she says, quite definitely not. About 30 seconds later, she says, oh, my dad's name is Ray. Little did I know that this psychic amnesia would be common element amongst many of my listeners one woman named jenny sent a photo in i gave her a lot of information about her mother who had passed jenny kept affirming everything i told her until i got to the letter m and she said no strange i seem to have a strong connection here a couple of days later the same woman emailed me very apologetically to let me know that her mum's name was mavis oh well a medium gets used to this after a while 2005 was shaping up to be a big year the first of many live shows now named spirit whispers was to be held in Emerald, a small t mining t and cotton town in central Queensland. The word was out and for the first time I approached the local paper with my story hoping to get some interest. I was in luck. The woman who did the interview had just lost her grandmother and was interested in seeing if she would come through. Elma came through with such a force and was able to convince her granddaughter that she was around. The young reporter was clearly impressed with the reading reported and reported on it favourably. Before long I was receiving phone calls left and right and centre. The Emerald Show was a sellout with the 120 audience members crammed, in, crammed into the room. It was one of those magical shows that I have come to love. Ben was the star of the night. He was a young spirit who'd been killed in an accident and walked into the room with a slab of rum and cola on his shoulder and a big smile on his face. Lots of validations followed. The, the th big thing was that in such a small town, most of the people knew who he was. The next day, the woman I was staying with showed me a photo and it actually freaked me out a little bit how well Ben had described, had shown himself. I'd been wondering why the description I gave of him had caused such a loud gasp in the room. 
men as well as women left the show that night with something to think about. I immediately booked another show for August and was then inundated with requests for phone and private readings on my next visit. It was a great start of the year with Spirit World in full bloom and ready to shine. The next show was at Cloundra Powerboat Club. Now my work with the radio station decided to ask Krista, the host of the morning show, if she knew anyone in Sunshine Coast Radio. She suggested that I call Hot 91 FM. Success, I was hired to appear as a guest on Hot 91 FM Christmas show with Chrissy Swan and Ronnie. I remember Chrissy as she, as she had claimed her fame on the Big Brother television show in 2003. I was stoked Chrissy had been one of my favourites on the Big Brother and now I was a guest star on her show. The radio spot was a roaring success. The spirit world was loving being on the airwaves and my phone rang about 60 times that day as listeners booked, called to book tickets for the Cloundra show. Once again, the show sold out. It had been such a long day with radio at 7am and the phone ringing not all day non-stop. I even had to set up extra chairs prior to the show. There I was, the roadie medium, lugging chairs around the venue when I really would, should have been resting and getting into the zone. I was absolutely exhausted by the time the show began and it was a big lesson for me. It was also the night I started the big question, the quick question time part of the show. Towards the end, I always ask people if they have any questions. That first night, a woman asked me about her mum. Although this was not the usual kind of question, her mum came through very well and quickly, just like on radio. So I tried it again and it kept working. I extended the show by a half hour to get more readings in. Quick question time was working very well, so I decided to make it a regular part of the show. It was also at this time I decided that I could not handle the business by myself anymore. This was the beginning of 2005 and all was going well, so I decided to ask my friend Val if she would mend the phones for me so I wouldn't be so tired at the end of the day. I agreed to pay Val a small wage in return and she was happy to take the calls, but I think her family soon got sick of the constant ringing. So many people wanted private readings. I soon found myself booking motels and doing readings in a location like Sunshine Coast and Gold Coast for three or four days at a time. Meanwhile, the stage shows went on. The first show in Ipswich proved a roaring success. The local paper decided to put me to the test and got me to read a sceptic, a believer and a fence-sitter in one session. It was a great write-up and the show was a success. The spirit world always seemed to love the shows. So many people got the message at once. The Mount Isa show was next on the line and unfortunately I discovered that what works well for Brisbane will not necessarily work well for Mount Isa. Although the show was a very good one, only 15 people arrived and not all the private readings I had booked showed up. At that time, most of the people I came in contact with stated they did not see any advertising and had they known, they would have attended. The Mount Isa show proved to be to me beyond a doubt that I had a lot to learn in the promotion field. This life I was now living was opening doors. I had never peeked in. I can tell you it was exciting. I'd always fancied myself as a promotion person, but in the years before my ability became apparent, I had written it off due to lack of education and low self-esteem. I was now very busy but very happy in my new role as Psychic Medium Promotions Manager. The next show was in Nambour. This was a girl in a million function and once again I was invited to do Hot 91 to have a chat and do some on-hand readings with Chrissy and Ronnie. The show sold out. It was apparent the live radio was the way to go. It was also a lot of fun. If you could have seen the expression on Chrissy and Ronnie's faces when I bought through a spirit, you might understand why I laughed so much on air. The goosebumps would raise on their arms and they looked at each other with crazy expressions eyes wide and strange grimaces. They loved it though and so did the listeners, so much that they asked me to do a regular appearance. The show was start, started as a regular sem, sem, segment, segment and to be called Mystic Monday. 
Now, I don't know if it ever ch- if I ever wrote about this, but it ended up changing to two extra larges and a medium. I would be on air every second week to do readings. After the Namble shows, I had one in a ring and once again the numbers were small, but what an extraordinary show. The spirits came through were mostly young and had died in extraordinary circumstances and the names were uncannily similar. There was Tina, Nina, Linda, Drent, Brent and Wendy, so it was all either in or in. After this show, I was off to head off to my biggest trip yet and all by myself, the North Queensland trip. It was a gruelling schedule. I'd never been afraid of hard work and the tour was a total success. The show sold out all the way up the coast with two of the venues telling me that they could have sold twice the amount of tickets. At that point, I was happy with the numbers. Townsville had an audience of 220 and this was to be my largest audience to that date. Each club immediately rehired me to book again in October. I was over the moon. To that point, I had conducted shows up to 120, so to see so many people in the room was just a mind-blowing experience. My nerves were calm, though, as message after message made the audience smile and cry all at once. It was the most amazing experience. I was on radio on the trip as well. It seemed my participation at radio was doing wonders for advertising state. Station after station was more than happy to have me on the show to conduct readings and chat on the airwaves. On the return trip, I decided to do private readings in Rockhampton and Bundaberg. It can be quite frustrating doing private readings away from home at times because I found that some people just don't even bother turning up. It always amazes me they do not even think to call and cancel. I have very limited time when I'm away and always have to turn people away so it can be very unsettling when people just don't show up. Side note, I, I cured that by making them pay in advance. <laughs> this North Queensland trip was to be the first taste of this behaviour. It was disappointing it was a two-week journey in all and the longest I've ever been working away from home. My phone bill was scary for that trip as it gets very lonely on the road and as much as I appreciate this wonderful gift I've been given, I really do miss home when I'm away on big trips. Once I returned home, I was due to start my permanent position with Hot 91. What a great day it was. Chrissy just decided to dub the show two extra larges and a medium. You see, both Chrissy and Ronnie, back then, were quite large, well-endowed in the flesh department. Radio, oh, how I love it. It is fast, exciting and the power to heal and the airwaves is phenomenal. I remember one day a lady called Karen called the station and wanted to know if I could tell who the spirit in her house was. The first impression I got was of a young man with some type of head injury or illness. I was just given a JNM sound. She told me a young friend named Jeremy had passed due to a stroke at a very young age. I had the impression he was in a car, in, in a car and was very keen to cars. Then I felt very sick and now felt like suicide. She told me that a friend of hers had committed suicide in his car and his name had been Greg. I gave her a few other things and thought, well, that wasn't very much. Next thing, a woman named Karen rings up the station quite frantic. It seems it was her fiancé who had tried to connect, the one named Greg. She had been driving along the Sunshine Motorway when she heard us on the radio and had to pull over because she was crying so hard. I agreed to talk to her off air and called her as soon as the segment had finished. When the radio began, I immediately felt the young man named Greg come back through and he gave her some further validations and I had another energy have you got someone else with a J name other than Jeremy this feels like a woman Karen replied she had a friend named Jodie in spirit she's given me murder or something I told her I can't quite tell how she passed she explained that her friend had been killed in the Bali bombings in 2002 I feel there's another who was killed as well who was with her Karen confirmed that another friend Charmaine had also been killed it was strange hearing my name. I described Jodie and Charmaine. Jodie was short-haired and sassy and Charmaine was pretty with long, dark hair. Both were very attractive women. 
Jodie had just broken up with her man. Karen replied that and all of this was true. It was only a short reading, but in it, Jodie asked to be remembered to her brother Mark and her mum. And her mum, Karen went on to tell me a very sad tale. The year after Greg's death, her good friends Jodie and Charmaine had tried to cheer her up by taking her to Bali for a holiday. Unfortunately, they had both been killed in the Bali bombings. I would love to contact Karen again to see how she's going. After her reading, I received many calls from the family of the bomb victims and later was able to connect them. Such a sad tale, but it showed me the absolute healing power of spirit and how effective radio was in getting to those who needed the validations most. I actually live two hours from the radio station and would get up at five in the morning to make the long trek to do my one-hour spot, but it was worth every minute for validations like that. It was funny how many called me to ask for predictions about their life, even though I always insisted on medium readings. Many people think that psychic equals fortune teller, expecting to have their fortune told, but that's not what mediums do. I asked my guides to help, so we tricked them. When they would ask a question about whether their house would sell or not, my guides would bring forward their spirit people. I would say, well, the house will sell, but I think you have a mother in spirit. Then the healing could begin. This was the real reason I was there, not for the life question that could be answered easily by just looking closely at your own feelings. We were really having a great time on radio and I was learning a lot about the people I work with. One Monday after the show, I decided to give all the office staff a free reading and they loved it. It was a long but enjoyable day. I also learned that Ronnie was born with four baby teeth, which made me look at him a little differently. My thoughts went out to his mother, whom he assured handled it all in her stride. Yes, those were wonderful days on Hot 91. Chrissy was always wanting me to give her something, anything, just a little bit of psychic stuff. And Ronnie often teased me, accused me of not caring about them. How was it the two gist jockeys who had a medium reading their breakfast shows were not getting read? I was not able to get any spirit through for them, although I did try without them knowing. Around that time, I tried to notice something else was happening. My shows in the sunshine closed always sold out. I actually had someone come up to me in the street, hugging me and thanking me for all the good work I was doing. This was getting a little weird, but it was nice that people were hugging mm -hmm. me for doing other people's readings. How wonderful some people for some people to do that. I was getting a lot of work on the Sunshine Coast at this stage and was spending more and more time there. I would head up for three days of readings, maybe every two weeks. My life was very busy. Okay, well, that's the end of Chapter 13. And I will be back very soon and I will be finishing these chapters by the end of this week. So then we will get back to normal programming. So I have received all of your emails asking me for different um, questions to be answered, etc., etc., and we will get them. And again, I do apologise for the delay in reading this book. It's been an extremely busy time for me in this, at this part of my life and um, I must admit to having a little bit of anxiety about my upcoming surgery, as I reckon anyone would. Anyway, you guys have a great day and I will be back on um, very soon. Okay, bye for now. She talks to angles. Oops, angels. <laughs> You'll come back now. <laughs>